Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, so look at Pete Shaw. It is Monday the 12th of February, and you are welcome to it. The Monday, the Luke and Pete Show. You're welcome to it. You can have it. You can keep it. No, put the money away. <laughs> it's free. It's completely free. What are you tapping on your keyboard, tapping away, tap, tap, tap? What are you looking for? What do you mean? I'm just I'm just catching up on some stuff while you're doing the intro. I'm catching up on stuff. Busy B, are we? I've oh, got a lot of dear. um I've got a lot of demands on my time. A lot of demands on my time. Don't don't be stitching me up with the listeners. I can hear well the listeners can hear you tip tap tapping and I'm not getting yeah, blamed for it. Okay, look, I'll tell you, I'll let him in behind the curtain. All right. right. Yeah. A very a right. very loose approximation of what people might call the running order, i.e. sometimes when people get in touch, we put it on the document so we can mm. read it. Mm. And we did some stuff on Thursday, and I was just getting rid of the stuff just we've getting done it down. Because your brain is addled mm. and you will repeat yourself. You make that sound like it was in any fit state at the start and it's become pockmarked over the years it was like that it was like a fucking tea bag anyway yeah true tea Letting, bag what do you mean by that it just, just, just lets nutrients out just lets delicious nutrients <laughs> caffeine rich nutrients you mean out. it's the sweepings from the floor of the factory exactly yeah yeah i bet what would you what's the what would be the delicious most delicious factory sweepings um, that's like, a really good question some kind of sherbet maybe Coconut factory. Coconut's good. Coconut would yeah. be nice and rich. Like that would just be. It would be, be so evocative of a nice glass of Malibu. <laughs> that, I mean, that is a weird sentence. A nice what? glass of Malibu. A nice glass of Malibu. Malibu. I, I just see Malibu as like probably the most basic alcoholic drink. Yeah. I, there was. Um, I was watching True Detective uh, series four. And one character at one point pours a Bailey's in a gas tank and goes, fuck you. Right. Uh, they, they don't like that person. Spoiler. And, um, big spo- plot point, that. <laughs> big plot point. Imagine if it was just a big Bailey You spoiled 10 years of Game of Thrones for me. No, I 10 didn't. years of investment. I said there was one, I, I, said, I edged towards explaining there was one dragon and he started screaming. I put, yeah. and that, that was, was like pouring Bailey's in your me. gas. I think I don't, I don't think I went fair enough at the time. Luke, think, Luke thinks dragons actually exist, though. That's the worry. That's the worry. Well, I, I think no, no. I, Dra- I mean. He went to Dragon Con twice, and he, no, and he was disappointed both once. times. I've only been once. Right, um, okay. I do think the world would be a better place if there were dragons. Mm. I think we can all agree on that. Um, depends on who Adam, I suppose, isn't it? Well, it's true, actually. Perhaps <laughs> a metaphor for the modern world. Yeah. Anyway, it's a true detective season four. Carry on. Um, that's it. That's somebody Bailey's, put some Bailey's, Bailey's and, I, and I just think, and I just think of, I just think of, um, like how delicious that looked, and what a waste of Bailey's it was. And and when I see that, when when they put, um, when you see men on um, Instagram making big, uh, big sort of party sized kind of like tropical cocktails with Malibu, big big bottle of Malibu, I just think no one's going to drink all of that. You're just wasting the Malibu. Malibu's delicious. Nah, it's crap. It's crap. It's a load <laughs> it's of old crap. shit. And I'm a bigger juice man. I love drinks from out that way. <laughs> <laughs> you are a bigger juice man. No one I'm can deny that. You're also man, a big no. nourishment guy, aren't you? 
no, we've been to this before. I used to drink, drink nourishment when I was on the breakfast show because uh, I didn't have enough time. I used to be a big fan of, you know, like um, Leicester Square Tube. You have those kind of underground um, off-licenses that just sell pop. And uh, they'll always like a, have a pastry section that I don't know, and, and all of the pastry yeah. is bright yellow. There used and, to be a lot of um, a lot of those type, lot more of those types of uh, establishments. Yeah, and 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 it's just all pastry, very little filling, and yeah, God yellow knows, pastry. God knows who's eating them. I have no idea. Like I'm me for one, obviously, but I'm you know I'm an idiot. But not, like, who else like... is buying these? And and the and the vegetarian ones would have a little sort of red, like like someone bingo marked them with a, like a dobber, like a mega dobber with green to indicate that it was vegetarian. Yeah. And I'd be the only one eating them. Like, and they always had loads left over. Like, where were they going? There was a legendary kind of period around that time in London. Mm. Where you'd get a lot of those, you get a lot of those kind of underground concessions that sell like chocolate bars and and sodas and stuff. Yeah, which don't really see much of anymore. And no. you also get which they, and they have no. started to make a comeback. And I've seen one, I've seen it once or outside Brixton Station, which has been my local tube station now. Mm. Um, the guys who used to wheel their hot dog stands. Over yes, that was a big. That was a big Leicester Square. That was a Massive. big two AM that, that job. Smell, that smell for me is the smell of coming out of a nightclub. Yeah, like and, it, it and, every, and well, every single time, every time I get one, and and I never, I never fell foul of the illnesses that everyone. So I mean, because at the end of the day, like the only thing that's going to get ill is the, probably the onions, the cold onions. That's not like pop. simply incorrect, isn't it? <laughs> but um, but yeah, you're right. You didn't see them, and then where have they all gone? So they're starting to creep back in, are they? I've seen one at Brixton a few times recently, right, and also okay. um, there used to be a real phenomenon in London back in the day as well, late nineties ish, mm. for just. Essentially, I mean, and these obviously this is astonishingly dangerous, and I think they made it illegal, and now it's kind of irrelevant because Uber's around. But they used used to be blokes who would yeah. stand Check up, cabs. stand around yeah. with with their cars, and say, "I'll drive you home for twenty quid or whatever." Yeah, and yeah. obviously for it, completely unlicensed and totally dangerous, particularly if you're you know, a vulnerable person. Yeah. Um, but um, that used to happen all the time. Like, and we yeah. always used to think that, like, well, it'll get four of us in his car, right? Yeah. He's probably not going to try and mug four of us because we're four blokes, and it's like a third of the price of a black cab. We'll just yeah, do and it. also, and, you, and you'd sort of go and you'd sort of say, um, uh, and you could you could you could barter with them as well. Like you'd, you'd sort mm-hmm. of go, I'll give you fifty. Like they go twenty quid, and you go, uh, and you start walking, and then you play the game, and then you know you, you get. Well, it the 12. ultimate barter, Peter, would be it's unlicensed. I pay my money. I take my chance. You drive me home. You take your chance. I'm legging it down that alley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, it's unlicensed. Car, car behind, cuts yeah. both ways, big boy. Yeah, good point. But, but with joking yeah. aside, you should absolutely never take an unlicensed cab. It is really. I remember dang, the last one. Statistically, very dangerous to do so. It is very dangerous. I mean, the last one I took, he did give me some of his bifter. Like you don't want that. Ah, oh, there you go. I mean, there you go. He's not going to be driving fast, is he? Legalize, Legalize it. it, baby. Or twenty. Yeah. Pretend I could actually smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the thing is, uh, I absolutely can imagine sick. you absolutely jacking up a rig into your vein out of social politeness. <laughs> yeah, I would. With yeah. a cab driver yeah. on the back of some bins. How did, how did Pete get his uh, his bloodborne illness? Well, <laughs> got an unlicensed cab was just just a part of it. Did I tell you, my mate, um, uh, somebody who uh, can I is this identifiable? A friend who was working for a company who was working at a festival. <laughs> Um, was um, they were there was two of them who I knew and they were going to a festival and they um, I think they'd do I know them no you don't know them you don't know them 
good, good, okay. good lads. But anyway, they were um, <laughs> they were coming back from working the festival, and they had some drugs on them, and the uh, driver was getting involved. Like he was like, "Oh yeah, give, give some of that." Anyway, he's an older man, and uh, he, uh, he 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 took, he was absolutely bashing it back. Apparently, um, and then they found <laughs> out they found it on the way. Uh, yeah, that was the way into the festival, I think, and on the way out of the festival, and um, they found out that the guy had a heart attack. So hard. That, I mean, that's going to weigh heavy on the old on the old soul. That's isn't it? an awful story. What an awful story. Yeah, I also know some people who um, went to Glastonbury yes. back in the day. And I actually saw them at this festival, so I know mm. it to be true. Yeah, um, it's not like a, a kind of um, it's not like a friend of a friend type thing. I genuinely saw the evidence of it. Mm. Um, where they they were like, oh, we're in Glastonbury, they're like teenagers. Oh, we're gonna yeah. buy some buy some weed and you know smoke our first kind of joint mm. type thing. And um, they went around and found um, this is like the late nineties. So it's far less regulated than it is now. Yeah. Glastonbury, uh, you know, yeah. it's proper likes people there saying you know pairs of five and we'll jump you over the fence kind of thing yeah and um they went to go and find someone who would just be selling stuff and normally um those um those guys would be maybe standing a little bit back from the main venues as the act finished so they get a lot of footfall and they'd be just mm. surreptitiously saying yeah. I, I remember it. i remember being in glass yeah. in the 90s and there'd be guys there just going pills whiz weed yeah coke and the, and they just keep saying it and keep saying it. anyway so these guys went and bought from this guy and um they, the way they said it was like, oh, the reason it happened was because the guy was like inundated with customers, right? And he had this guy running back and forth with it for him, giving him the stuff. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't really checking it properly. Right. Uh, because he was just hand over. It was, it was basically hand to hand, hand to hand, yeah, hand yeah. to hand. And um, he gave it, he bought, they bought, um, I think they just bought like something like an eighth of weed or something like that. Something mm. pretty basic. Mm. And they end up getting like, a, accidentally getting a massive bag of mushrooms. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. Yeah, and uh, that's, so a, that's a weekend loser, isn't it? That's it. So, that's... They, so they, so they were like, um, "Oh well, we've fucking paid the money, right? Got to like, do him. Probably on a budget. Got to eat him. And you don't, there's no cash point at, um, at Glastonbury back then. So basically, they started brewing him up. And these sort of, the reason I know this story is based because I saw one like a day later at Glastonbury. I was like, "What the fuck is wrong with him?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw him like two weeks ago. He's never like that. What's going on? And they basically told me the story. So, you know, you can get a bargain if you want to call it that, if, you, uh, if you're lucky at Glastonbury. If you get a busy drug dealer. Yeah, he's just way too busy. You've got no quality control. So, yeah, anyway. Oh, dear. And Peter, I was going to bring to your attention um, on today's show that yes. um, you may not remember this, but quite a long time ago now, we talked about um, a composition, a music composition by mm-hmm. John Cage called As Slow As Possible. Remember it? Oh, no. <laughs> so it, started, it started in 2001. Yeah. John Cage, uh, the late John Cage, is, of course, an avant-garde um, composer of you know very, very interesting, like, challenging music. Mm. And he started this piece, which is an basically an experimental piece of music, in 2001 at a, um, at a church in Germany. And he set it all up, and it's a slow... Uh, to say the least, it's basically a slow piece of music. It's designed to be the slowest piece of music ever written. Hmm. And it's been set up to last, I think, something like 650 years, something like that. Right. So if, if everything goes well and the world doesn't end or people honor his wishes, the final note will be played in the year 2640. Hmm. And the reason I'm bringing it to the table is because um, on Monday of this uh, last week, so a week ago today, um, it finally, loads of people went down there to watch because the note changed. Right. The note changed for the first wow. time, I think, in... Um, it's like a tar drop experiment. 
Yeah, basically, because, yeah, it is a bit like that in musical form. For 18 months of this composition, which started in 2003, um, there was silence. It was, mm. a, it was a pause between notes. Um, but people apparently booked tickets years in advance to be there. The note finally changed uh, last Monday. Um, and it was you know, basically, um, yeah, a, a big moment because you're not going to be able to get a chance to witness another note changing for, for a long old time. So right. um, the world's slowest ever composed piece of music changed notes on a specially designed by John Cage and built mechanical organ in yeah. a church in Germany. Uh, I don't know when the next note's going to change, but it's not going to be for some time. Uh, it's only had 16 chord changes in, I think, 21 years so far. That's amazing. I mean, that that is exactly what um, people should be um, putting their money into. Uh, it, Boundary sort of, pushing. Honestly, like, you sort of, uh, under um, COVID um, uh, situations, um, a lot of the prefectures in Japan got... Um, money uh, got, got money from the government and they I, I, I will have mentioned this guy before but um they they got like i think four million five million dollars or whatever what and, was that uh, for for covid relief you know just getting oh, your ducks right. in order you know just 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 general kind of upkeep um for your like um investment for for, for for the for the um prefecture and this one prefecture just decided we're gonna buy a gigantic squid <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's nice and they just, they just made this massive um, resin statue of a squid, and it's bigger than three houses, and it's just fucking stupid. And and and, and everyone sort of went, What's "Sorry, this money was I like fiberglass, something, something, something big." Um, and uh, they just made this massive squid. And what I liked about it is like they were like criticised for spending this money that should have gone into, um, you know, helping <laughs> the community. Um, Helping but, morale. It's morale, isn't it? Well, it's exactly mor- is morale. Uh, is morale a thing? Um, yeah. uh, and and it turns out that loads of people in Japan really want to visit this fucking big squid and get the picture taken with them. So um, the, the, they made like billions out of all these people visiting to see this big stupid squid. So and that's like, what I like. That's what so, art so, should so, be. So, Silly, so that, stupid. So Wait that is like an interesting version of what used to happen quite a lot all over kind of the quiet parts of the United States, right? Yeah, they'd have like a massive, I don't know whether oh. it's actually true, but like a massive ball of string or something yeah like, the world's biggest pair of trousers or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go and visit and get your photo taken with it and stuff like that that's yeah. kind of how you used to get people in right so it's kind of a similar version of that. what i like about um as slow as possible which is the john cage composition is that like you know everyone gathered around for the call to change it was full of quite earnest people who were kind of nodding along like they they, like, they like art and all the rest mm. of it and it was in a church in quite an austere environment and it's quite a quite an earnest but but i think almost like a a heavy thing, like a kind of a meaningful thing, and it wasn't, mm. you know, it wasn't an official TV program counting down, presented mm. by Ramesh Ranganathan. You know, it was like a proper thing, a piece of art that was to be respected. People mm. went there because they wanted to be there mm. for no other reason, and the chord changed. I presume everyone just went home again afterwards, and it feels like it's a proper artistic project. You know, I think if that was in the UK. It'll be, you know, Paddy McGuinness will be doing the official <laughs> reaction show. And, you know, it'll be, oh, what does the guy who just got kicked out of Traitors think? You know, it, it, it wouldn't be like, oh, speaking of that, by the way, I completely forgot to tell you. I just reminded right. myself. Yeah. Holy shit. Have you seen Traitors? Not a single lick of it. Right. But I understand the phenomena. Right. So fine. So I will explain this to you without spoiling our, our good listeners. Um, so if you've, if you've seen The Traitors, you will enjoy this little section I'm about to embark upon, unplanned. If you haven't seen The Traitors, but you plan to watch it, it I won't spoil you. Mm. There was a uh, contestant in the mm. second series called um, Paul, right? Mm. 
he is a really, really charismatic guy, hmm. like properly like maniacal, very kind of scheming, all the kind of things you want from a contestant in that type of show. Yeah. And that's as far as I'll go saying about what he got up to because I don't want to spoiler it. But right. anyway, so I'm in, I'm in the office the other day uh, and I'm with um, our colleague Tommy about to go and get a, a sandwich. Yeah. And um, I walk into the uh, canteen, because in our office, as you know, Pete, you have to go through the canteen to get out. So I was walking through the canteen and I fucking see the guy. Right. And I'm like, hero, fucking hell. So you know me, I was straight over there. Yeah. Um, I, was like, I was like, get Paul. I was like, Paul. Get in the car. Is that Paul? <laughs> get in <laughs> yeah. my car. I was like, Paul. And he was like, yeah, all right, mate, how you doing? Like, we... And turns out he was there to guest on another podcast that's being recorded in our building. Ah, I see. And he said to me, are you the podcast guy? And I obviously went, yeah. But he thought I was the podcast guy, but I wasn't. Oh, I was just a right. podcast guy. I see. And then we, we had a little chat and we got to the bottom of it. Um, but everyone in the office loves the traitors, right? Yeah. And he was a really kind of fun guy. So I was like, oh, you're up for coming to meet the team? Because he said that he, the guy he was supposed to be meeting is running late. And so um, right. he's just kicking his heels. Do he's I know like, yeah, that person? That. Hey? Do I know that person? Yeah, you person? do know that person. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's very, very familiar to the uh, to the previous, uh, <laughs> to, to, to the Stat Network. Um <laughs> Uh, and um, so I took him through to the office. And you know, a little mm. corridor bit in our office before you yeah. get into the main office. Mm. I said to Paul, wait there. And I went, everyone. And don't be traitorous. I said, everyone, everyone. So they all like, took their headphones out, looked around, and I went, guess who it is? It's Paul from the traitors. And Paul jumped out and went, all right, guys. And everyone was like, well, no bless fucking way. His yeah. socks. It was great. He was loving I mean, it. He was playing with it. his socks. And Lovely. then he, um, he actually messaged me. Stole a, few- a printer. A few hours later, saying, um, "Can you print something out for me?" No, saying, um, "Saying, um, do you fancy going? I'm back in London in a couple of weeks. Do you want to go for lunch?" I was like, "Yeah, all right." So, Lovely. Good to go for lunch with Paul from Traitors. Well, there you go. I'll let you know. Well, I get I'm, on. I'm scared. I don't because I'm unfamiliar with the show. I'm, I'm scared he might do something to you. This might all be a bit a long con. He, you will hate him. You want to know why you'll hate him? Uh, he's charismatic, tall, sexy. He's about six foot seven. Cunt. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you think you can play about my hand shelf? My goodness me, he's like he's six foot <laughs> yes. seven. I want to see him hand shelfing you. He's taller than me, better beard than me, more confident yeah. than me, nice, probably more successful than me. Like it? So he's like me, big but fun of that. Much, much worse for you. Mm. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I can't remember what you. I was saying, but that that just popped into my mind, so I thought I could share it with you. Right, brilliant. Um, when we Love have, a, well, let's have a break and come back and do some right. emails about vasectomies. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media. Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. We're back with a look at Pete Shaw, and have we, have we have we got some emails about vasectomies have for you? Have we got some vasectomies for you? Have we got a vasectomy for you? Um, vasectomies are us. 
Did you get cauterized? Did you get notarized that your bits had been chopped in tether? <laughs> Something like a, love, like a love song about how she didn't just tie your tubes in a knot, she tied your heart in a mm, knot as well. Exactly, which is probably but more dangerous. You, never you tie ne- those tubes. You would never... Never tie a ventricle. But you knew you could never give her what she wanted because, ironically, she wanted a child. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Take it out another way. Can we find another hole for my sperm? <laughs> Can we find another hole for my sperm? The, the legend, my uh, tubes are tied, but I do believe it's still in there. The, the, the legend is Papa that Stroyan. she will, she will one day. She will one. <laughs> the legend goes that she will one day meet the man that she will have a child with. Yes, and, and outwardly and famously refuse to tie the tube. So yes. no, I kept my heart cannot bring me to tie, tie these the tubes. Tube. Yeah. And, everyone, and then everyone clapped. They're, un, they're untieable because they are steel reinforced. What tubes could you tie in your body and not have too much trouble? The vasectomy tie is fine. Uh, tear ducts? No. That's a hard one from me. Why? Because you're always crying. I don't think Stop crying tube. for a bit. Just give it up for a bit. I'd have to. You don't think they're a tube? Well, how does the water get there then? Everything's a tube. But no, I don't it. know. But the thing is, this is the problem. That's not the point. I don't mm. think you know either. And that's why I'm saying it. Um, if you got into an accident where, right. say, half your leg was sliced mm-hmm. through the through the femoral artery mm. and it was hanging out, yeah, you'd want to be tying that quick. I'd I'd get my finger in there, yeah. I'd, 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 I'd get my finger right in there. I'd I get think... in a good old fashioned reef knot. There was a there was a guy there was a guy I think who it was a horrible story last year of that um, skater who, who who sadly died. Um, yes. uh, coming off the, it was in Nottingham somewhere. He was like he, he was um, he was a, a British. No, he wasn't actually British. He was Canadian, I think. But he playing ice hockey. Um, yeah, playing ice hockey. Anyway, yeah, he died. Yeah, it was very that, sad. Yeah. Um, but I think someone had survived a similar injury where a doctor just happened to be watching and he was straight on the fucking ice, skedaddling over to the guy who had his fucking artery sliced out of his neck, and he just f- jammed his finger right in there. Jamming your finger right in an artery. Well, imagine the accuracy you'd need for that. So I think, so that so that was back in the day in the NHL, right? Yes, believe so. And believe so. Um, he survived, and he was playing. He was playing hockey again. It was Clint Malachuk, wasn't it? Not a clue. Not a clue. You, you, the reason why, literally Elsie, jamming, Elsie getting your finger into, getting your finger in an artery is as far as I was willing to go. I didn't need to know <clears> the story around well, it. Well, Elsie told me that he he actually. I didn't know the bit about the doctor, but obviously it makes sense because he was saved and he was mm. playing on hockey again pretty soon after. But what he actually said was afterwards, I thought I was going to die mm. and I knew my mum was watching the game on TV. And I right. didn't want to die on the ice, so I tried to do everything I could to get down the tunnel. Right. And that's basically what saved his life because there was someone there who could help him quicker. Jeez, oh. Jeez, yeah. the fuck. Anyway, um, yeah. that's the that's the section that the screamish people normally skip. So you welcome back. Good. Welcome back. Um, and I, I have bigged up the vasectomy email section. I mean, I would like to make it an official permanent section, but um, I've now realised that actually the, one of the emails we actually read before, so we've only got one vasectomy email here today, mm. um, which is about, this is a guy a guy who listens to the show called Joe, who says, um, it's more of a tip really, more of a, more of a health tip. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's actually emailing us. Oh, it's a ragga tip. It's a ragga tip. It's a badaya, badaya, He's basically emailing us from the beautiful town or city, actually, of Edwardsville, Illinois. Um, oh, do you know come on, Peter, Illinois. I don't think so. No, I don't either. I've only been uh, to Denver. i trying to see if there's any kind of notable people from there. Quite a few by the look of it. Bloody hell. Whoa. Never heard of any of them. Um, mm. 
there's a Wild West lawman from there called John Hicks Adams. Right. Um, <laughs> Major League Baseball player. Um, mm. Yeah, anyway. Um, I'm, being, I'm getting sidetracked. Um, and he says, um, guys, I had a vasectomy done years ago. As the Wi-Fi I had access to said she was sick of taking birth control and it was my turn. For anyone on, out yeah. there who's planning on doing the same, the mm. key to avoiding the pain is getting tighty whitey underwear. You don't want anything hanging. If there's any hang, uh, you're definitely going to be in a lot of pain. Thanks for all the fun, Joe. So the rhyme is, if it's going to hang, you got a hurting thang. Or, Tight and bright, you have good night. <laughs> um, <laughs> have good night. Don't let your wang hang. You'll feel a pang. A pang of pain. Yeah. You went thang. You went a lot more urban. You went thang. Thang, yeah. yeah. It's a pang thang. It's you went a bit Cisco. You went a bit Cisco bang. there. It's a pang thang. Um, I, what uh, does the word hysteria come from? Hysterectomy, hysterista. Is it a women, female thing? Don't know. I'm just thinking. Not sure. Have really. I read that somewhere before? Just, fa- just women getting getting fucking the shot into the fucking stick again. Because uh, like hysterectomy. Because I used to sing when I was a kid. I'm not half the man I used to be since I had my hysterectomy. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make Why sense. Why do you think that? What? I don't know. I, it's a, 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 a bigger boy. Like you never a had a bigger boy told me it. Stuff. A bigger boy told me to sing it, and I sang it, and that was my rhyme for a bit. But I, but obviously not. So like, what is hysteria from the yeah? Hysteric- it's got to be female, hasn't it? So, yeah, again, women just getting the, the short end of it's the a, um, stick. It's an album by Def Leppard. I know that. <laughs> um, speaking of ad, bigger boys, Peter, Def I Leppard. had um, a terrible, oh, just an awful bigger boy experience recently. Mm. Mm. Not for anything anyone did, but just I, I just um, basically had a really kind of rough night with the son, the, with the boy, and um, didn't get much sleep and stuff like that. And then the next mm. day, I had to go to... Um, get the car serviced at the garage yeah and it was booked in for quarter to nine and i went along obviously quarter to nine with the car but then of course when you go there the place i go to is in the middle of fucking nowhere mm-hmm. and it's on a training estate yeah exactly and um they say all right take the car in yeah it's next in line it'll take a couple of hours so you know please What's it an mrt it's, a ser- it's like a service, service it's quite right, a new okay. car so you just get the you get a freebie right yeah, nice. yeah and um and so you get the your oil changed. You get your spark plugs looked yeah. at. Oil you get your fuel oh, yeah. injectors. Yeah. Talk, talk, nice. to me about, talk to me about pollen Be- filters. Beautiful. Oh, well, they're sticking in. You can do that yourself, can't you? Get but you've the warranty if you don't use an approved thing. That's how they get you. Get yourself a filter. Yeah, I don't no want you anywhere near my car. <laughs> Let um, me near your car. And we'll, we'll, all do, we'll, we'll, we'll finish the show today with a Toyota Century update. But anyway, so, so you've got a choice of basically Alan partridging it down the A road and trying to find somewhere to go for a bit of lunch or something, mm. or breakfast in this case, or Arbister. hanging around. And basically, yeah. when you hang around, which I decided to do because I'm so tired, um, mm. it is the last place you want to be when you're tired. It is so bright. Bright, yeah. They were playing a fucking latter-day Tom Jones album. Yeah. And um, it's full of salespeople, right? So every single one of them, because they've been trained to do this, mm. as soon as they see you, oh, do you need help with sir? Can I can trust you in this? Can no, I sell no, your car? Yeah. I'm just here for a service. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then, and so every single one of them comes and speaks to you, but mm. fine. You've got Tom Jones pumping in your ears, and you've got this mm. bright, just really shiny stuff everywhere. Water, um, water fountain? Oh, you get, Magaz- I mean, you magazines? get. To Caravan be fair Weekly? to them, it's unlimited tea, coffee, and biscuits. Right, okay. And there's Wi-Fi. Nice. Not that you can get any work done because everyone's trying to talk to you all the time. And I, I thought to myself, what I'll do 
is I'll say to them, you should have a section just for servicing mm. and a section for sales. Right. Because if someone's coming to get the car serviced, maybe let them sit in the service bit so yeah, then one comes, come, someone comes, tries to sell them stuff. Mm. And uh, But I just thought, you know what, that is that is probably the most Alan Partridge idea I've ever had in my life. And I can never utter that to anyone. But they're um, probably. I mean, you've done a podcast. But w- uh, would you would you not um, think that they that there will be some some people getting their car serviced, potentially um, being open to being upsold, you know, by a by a, a plucky salesman? Well, that's what they think, person. isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, and also like, so um, I came out could there you three not, cars. Could you not just have a little lie down in the back seat if it's just a service? They don't need to check the seat belts. Well, All the, they're the doing is doing the oil oil change, aren't they? They film it though, and they send it to you. So it might be a bit weird. They and I film, can't lie what, down the back seat. What, anyway they film got... you do what? They film themselves doing the yeah. service. Yeah. What? And they send you a video. Do, they do not. I want to see that video. All right, I'll forward it to you now. What? So they put it up on a lift and they film themselves like um, police cool. camera action yeah. while they do their oil change or do the pollen filter change or whatever. Just send it to you. Do they commentate it? Do they commentate? Yeah. yeah. Fascinating, absolutely. I've fascinating. just sent it to you, big boy. All right, well, I'll watch it then. Have a, have a watch ahead of next time. Is it on um, an email? I'll just forward it to you on WhatsApp. It's just a brilliant, link. absolutely brilliant. Um, anyway, hmm. I, I just wondered whether you thought salespeople counted as bigger boys. Um, no, because I think I don't think you need any um, qualifications to do what to do um, sales. Do you necessarily? Rude. Well, you don't. I'm sure you don't. I see you just pop in and go. You know, can you sell some? Oh my god. It's, it's just a Audi cam. Audi don't call it. You can just do fucking them filming them. <laughs> He's commenting on shit. I told you. I told oil. you. See. <laughs> oh, he's written five. Does that mean five centimeter? I'm li- I'm watching it in the um without any sound on, but he's he's written five on the bottom of your of your um. Well, don't half so it. Watch it properly when you finish this, and you can enjoy. Well, I presume it, he's you? saying that's got five centimeters of tread, which is good, or five so, mil, five mil of tread. On the um on that's on important. that note, before we go, I just oh, need to... your brake discs are spotless, Luke. Lovely. Just, just need to let everyone know. This doesn't know need any um... servicing, does it? Peter. Hello. Just to let everyone know that I share with them on Instagram and on Twitter, but if they haven't seen it, then you are apparently bringing the Toyota Century back to your father-in-law's driveway. He'll no doubt be delighted to hear. Absolutely delighted, yeah. Absolutely cock-a-hoop, yeah. His uh, his wife is um, uh, going to be going through um, uh, physio for a broken leg uh, while I um, <laughs> tell a Polish man which part of the drive to put a, a what well, can only be described as a land yacht. Um, so it's, 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 it's really chaotic stuff. So have you got stuff. a date? Have you got an arrival date? Tomorrow it's going to be arriving on on the. Uh, th- I mean, it's it's You've got to film it's, that. It's got we've got um, we've got very little uh, to do on it, which is pretty good. Um, I have managed to source some uh, official Toyota parts from Southampton, uh, a, a full suspension arm, which has cost me uh, ironically an arm, and uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 all looking like it's going to pass MOT. Look, I am I am. I mean, there are electrical issues that I will have to look at later down the line, but I'm fairly certain I'm getting all um, brush fixed. Um, but yeah, I think everything's um, everything's sort of coming together. I am. I am. It only failed the MOT on the uh, on the gas struts in the that that hold the hood up. Um, Tires are a bit worn. Um, uh, needs a windscreen wiper and um, and just a couple of suspension arms. So everything else, 
I'm cock-a-hoop, Luke. It's a two-ton car. The tyres are, are warm because Bilal's been spilling it around some answers <laughs> for the last fucking two months. <laughs> it's been doing, he's been doing donuts. No fuel yeah. in the tank, no tread left on yeah. the tyres. Yeah. Lots of effluvia on the back seat. He's having a rub old time. It's <laughs> what it's built for, baby. It's what yeah. it's built for. So, yeah. All right, well, I'm listen excited. on that bombshell. Make sure you film it, mate. Yeah, we I'm going to do it. a little hello. I'm from Audi, uh, South London. Fascinating. It's just so they, it's just so that everyone knows that they're doing the job they say they're going to do, and they're still yeah. making the effort, you know. Anyway, Fantastic. get us out of here, Peter. Report all okay. Your technician, your service advisor, they're all up there. They've got a little kind of. Um, it's almost like this is the like the the sexy cam girl you're watching. He's got a picture of the technician and stuff. He's got he's, he's yeah, quite it's like handsome. OnlyFans for cars. Anyway, uh, right, <laughs> we're out of here. Um, uh, Audi cam fans, if you've got an Audi cam, you want to forward us? I'd very much like to see um, you, a man under your car. I want to get up close and personal with your with your struts and your and your sills and your rusty exhausts. <laughs> I want to see it all. God damn it. So send it in. Uh, you can also send in battery brands as well. Uh, hello at lukeandpeachshort.com. Uh, we'll be back on Monday. No, Thursday. We'll be back on Thursday. <laughs> every time you've got a 50 Every 50 time. And you get chance. it wrong. <laughs> get it wrong every time. We'll uh, we'll be back soon. Ta-ta. I'm off for a phone call with Andy Brassel. Oh, what a treat. What See a treat. Luke and Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.